Hey there, welcome to Heart Rate, the podcast where we talk to everyday runners, hear their stories, and learn what moves them. I'm Coach Nick. And I'm Coach Andy. Thanks for stopping by. Hey everyone, welcome to Heart Rate. On today's episode, we are super fortunate to bring back Meg Novato. For those of you who read our blog, uh, Meg was our second runner featured on our Heart Rate blog series, um, which again sort of follows the same idea of trying to get uh, stories from just everyday runners who are out there doing it, enjoying it, and offering out some uh, advice for our newer runners. Um, and in this episode, we continue the conversation with Meg um, about her story um, and her experience uh, in the running community, uh, including November Project and the Heron Project, um, and just sort of what that has been like for her and for her life. Um, and I think her story is great, and I hope you uh, enjoy hearing more about it. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, and one other thing to note uh, before we get into uh, the, the, the episode, um, Meg and I were sort of talking about the whole purpose of the, the podcast in the first season, which, uh, if people haven't noticed yet, features all female runners. And the, the, the purpose of that is to really sort of strongly feature, uh, you know, a variety of, of different women who have different backgrounds, who are at different speeds. And really, you know, diving into what their experiences are in the running world, in the running community, and trying to, you know, provide another platform for those stories and experiences to be heard. And, um, you know, so the very, very, the very start of, the, of this episode, uh, we're sort of wrapping up that conversation before we sort of dive into the next bit. Uh, so if it feels a little disjointed, that's that's why. My apologies. I'm still new to this. Um, but I hope you enjoy uh, the rest of the conversation that Megan and I have. And once more, thank you, thank you, thank you for stopping by. I think, you know, a lot of attention gets gets put towards the front of the pack for... Right. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Somebody had to leave. <laughs> it's okay. Um, you know, and I, and I get that, but that's also not fair because there are a lot of people in the back and in the middle who have their own story um, and they deserve to have that spotlight on them. Right. Because, um, you know, as you heard with, with Catherine, you know, I, I, I truly, truly love what she said when she was like, you know, I'm hours behind you know, the, the, mm -hmm. the, the professionals, but I ran the same course, you know, you, you cover the same distance. Yep. It's just as hard for you. And in fact, it's harder because you're out there longer. Right. I had a, um, the first half marathon I ever ran was Hamptons. Mm -hmm. And we ran it with the American Cancer Society. And we had a coach, Ramon. Yep. He's still around. He's not with them anymore, but he's still around. And the day of, the morning of, we were like, you know, kind of got together. He's talking to everybody. And he said, you know, listen, you're not going to win. And he was right. None yeah. of us were going to win. Right. He's like, but you're going to run the course. You're going to run through the same finish line as everybody else. You get the same medal as everybody else. He's like, so enjoy it and smile for the cameras. Of course. Exactly. <laughs> and I'll never, I mean, that was, that was in 2012. Mm -hmm. I, and I still always remember that because he's right. Like I have fun uh, I know I'm not, I'm never going to, even in my age group, even in like the little tiny local, mm -hmm. you know, five K's or whatever, I'll just, I'll never podium. I'll never win. And, and maybe, you know, when I first started running, it was hard to accept, yeah. but now I'm just like, whatever I'm here for me. I'm here to have fun. Um, I hear I'm here for the community. I love it. I enjoy it. I enjoy being around the people, yeah. you know, I mean, most of the people that I hang out with now or, you, you know, whatever, know, are, are runners, you know, yeah. like, I, you know, you have your lifelong friends, but now like my new set of friends, they're, they're all like either November project people or running people, right. things like that, you know? So yeah. it to me, it doesn't matter 
front of the pack, back of the pack. I'm I'm just yeah. there to have a good time. <laughs> Right, and 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 that and that's really the 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 whole point is to be out there and and, and have fun and do it for yourself, um, you know. Because most of us are not going to podium, and like that's not our our concern. I just want to always, I, I, unless I'm pacing someone or running just 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 for fun, I always want to be able to go out and be like, I did the best I could on on that right. day. And, and, and what, the only person I ever want to beat is the person that I was yesterday. Yeah, you know, yeah. like. If I'm like, all right, I'm gonna race. That doesn't mean all of a sudden I'm gonna have a 2:30 marathon. It means <laughs> I'm gonna race better than I did, you know, like for my right. last marathon. Set, right. You know. But that, but that could also mean different things. It's not always time. It, no, it's not it, always. It, time. You know, it might be I'm gonna fuel better this time. Right. I'm gonna drink water properly. Right. Um, I'm, or it, it, it's 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 I'm, I'm gonna high five every kid I see. That's true too. Sometimes you just want to have fun and sometimes, you know, you're like, or maybe I want to finish better, finish stronger, not feel like absolute death when I finish. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's, that's always a really good goal. You know, you're right. It's not always about time, but that's, I think one of the easier ways to to measure it though, too. It is. Um, so how many marathons have have you done so far? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. And yes, every marathon knows how many. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm I've done so I've done six New York City. Okay. And uh, and then I did like Paris. I've done mm-hmm. Hamptons a couple of times. Um, there's a very there's a very small local one out here on Long Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, in like February I've done, so that's like, and then, oh, and I did one in Maryland, random. (laughs) (laughs) I, some, for me, so sometimes when I'm training for like the 50K, the 50 miler, uh, I haven't finished my 50 miler yet, but when I was training for Mm it, um, it was easier to throw in races, Yeah, you know, like if I have to be out there for a long run and the long run happens to be like 24, 25 miles, well, let me see if there's like a marathon. Right, right, right. And then I'll just go run that. And uh, so the one I did in Maryland uh, was fit right into my training. Mm-hmm. And I have a niece that lives there. So I went okay. to go visit her and so I made a weekend out of it. That nice. was my training. Hey. <laughs> I mean, that's it, that, that it fits nicely with, with that stuff. You know, I, I, yeah. I've been training for, for, for Bear Mountain um, and any weekend race or if there's a weekend long run that I'm coaching, I'll tack on miles getting there and then coming back right. um, just to get in the, the, the time. Right. Yeah. I like, I like, I like adding races to training. It just helps me get out there a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's also just easier as far as fueling goes because there's water stations, right. state stations, whatever. So that just, it, that just makes life easier for me. Oh yeah. If if I don't have to carry a thing, I would prefer not right. to. Exactly. Yeah. How many ultras have you done? Three. Okay. Three fifty Ks. Mm-hmm. All the same race, Badwater Cape Fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I did sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Three yeah. years in a row. Um, sixteen was a fifty K. Seventeen, I was like, oh, I'm going to do the fifty miler, but um. Didn't exactly train for a 50 miler. Yeah. Um, you don't realize what a jump uh, the 50K to a 50 miler <laughs> is. So, um, yeah, didn't even come close to that. And then last year, um, I really trained hard, but I there's a time cutoff for you have to be, it's like uh, you have to be, be able to go out back onto the beach. Mm-hmm. You do like 20 on the beach, you come back 20 on the beach. Okay. Um, you have to do that in under eight hours, and I kind of missed the time cutoff. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I was pretty spent anyway. So because yeah. uh, the beach takes a lot out of you, but yeah, I was that's very tough. close, and so I'm quite determined though to do it. I was going to do it this year, but I I just dropped um, yeah. physically. I'm just not where I need to be right now. Yeah, and I knew that, and mentally. Like I said to myself, oh, well, maybe you could just like push through and it will be okay. But then I was kind of like, I just mentally wasn't there either. So if yeah. you're not there mentally, you know, 
you just you can't you can't do it right and and, and that's and that's smart and um you know I, I, as i'm sure you 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 know among a lot of people particularly within the veteran project and in other teams a lot of people do just go out and push through and i think i feel like as a runner and, a, and as a coach i would i'm never comfortable telling a runner to do that right because so much depends on where you are physically and mentally that if you're not there, you really risk getting injured and mm-hmm. then you sort of risk pushing yourself into an even deeper funk when you're like, well, I tried this and it didn't happen and it didn't right. happen. And it, it's, bless you. thank you. <laughs> um, and it, 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 it's, it's a hard, it's often a hard decision to be like, you know what? I'm not there this year. Right. I'm not going to do it. it. It was, it was a really, it was hard. But then when it was, when I made it, um, it was easy. Like, I don't know how yeah. to explain it, but I, when I made it, I was doing a math, I was in the middle of a marathon. It, mm-hmm. it was like, like a looped course. Yeah. And that marathon was where in the training where I said, okay, if I can't do this, then mm-hmm. I really, really know I'm not ready for this. Right. And I think I finished like 10 miles and I said to myself, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, I don't want to yeah. be out here for four more hours. And then I said, and I don't want to do this for 40 more miles. Like, yeah. I was just done. And I walked off the course and I was like, wow, okay, I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready to take a break. Like, and I'm, yeah. that's what I've been doing now. Like, right now, I'm just doing some small races mm-hmm. and I'm having some fun and um, trying to get more fit like strength wise mm-hmm. and stuff like that i think i lost some of that you can't just run no you no, no, do no. definitely have to get like strength training in and stuff like that and um i do go to a trainer once a week and she's been great she's been my lifeline this whole story started because of her <laughs> but um i was only like that was it so like once a week it just it really isn't enough um yeah. but my with my schedule and stuff is crazy so it's hard to get to her twice a week or yeah and and she's always willing to give me workouts and be like here do it on your own but i'm i'm trying trying no so. yeah it's 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 hard um but you're 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 right like strength training is a huge component to being a strong runner um like the strong again because I, I think people forget you know i didn't even know this when i started running running is really a full body sport yeah um I, you know everyone sort of has this sort of misconception like oh like you run you have really strong legs and like yes but come i mean sure yeah you know you're right you're fit but like come come race day you you feel those arms get tired yep. and like shoulders it, the shoulders you know, like, you're like hunching up a lot you feel if you don't have a strong core, you, you feel your back curve and, and you, yeah. slope, you slope forward. Um, and it's really only I think after you, you have experienced that, that misery when you're like, yeah, oh, you're like, okay, oh, okay, I need to work on some other things. Mm-hmm. And all that makes such a difference. Um, but speaking of strength training, um, for those people who did not read your blog, uh, though actually – it didn't come up that much in the blog, and shockingly, it has not come up that much um, in any of these talks that I've done, except for Gary. Um, I met you through November Project. Yes, yes. Um, both you and and the OG. The OGP, yes. <laughs> um, I knew and, you when you were Nick and not Nick and Terry. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's, this, this was pre-Nick and Terry, though... Terry, in case you don't know, Terry and I hit it for uh, a while. Oh, we knew. <laughs> we, well, yes, you did. But I'd be like, yes, yes, like the nope, I don't know. <laughs> the, the the people who 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 knew us and that, and that like you know we were both friends with, mm-hmm. sort of had an idea, mm-hmm. um, you know. But everyone else, we we mostly sort of hit it from, uh, though. Mary Arnold caught on very quickly, not surprisingly, because you know she and Terry um, are right. They're 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 still close, but at that time we're we're closer. Right. Um, um, and then uh, I remember it was in May, at some point, and Sebastian had taken a photo, where like she and I are hugging, 
Um, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. They're like, so, something's happening. Yeah. Um, and so it slowly came out. Um, but yes, that that's how I met you. And for people who do not know what November Project is, which is almost shocking, <laughs> <clears throat> November Project is a worldwide at this point yep. um, free fitness movement. It exists in 49 cities, something like that. That's correct. Yeah. Somewhere around there, uh, to just under 50. Um, it began several years ago. Uh, to, I'm, I'm not going to go into the whole story, but essentially it, 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 it's a, it is a group that promotes free fitness and strength work and strength training. New York has two tribes, as groups are called, New York and Brooklyn. Um, a couple of years ago, there, there was only one tribe, and that was NYC out of Gracie. Okay. So where I met Meg and Pete, uh, and then a couple of years ago there was a, a split off into Brooklyn as they opened their own tribe, um, and they've been, as far as I know, both groups are still going strong. Yeah, I stopped going for the most part. I I, I still like to go, um, mm-hmm. and like I said, a lot of my friends are from November Project, and. Um, I don't go as regular as I used to go. Um, yeah. Going into the city isn't super easy for us. You know, it's like 35 miles each way mm-hmm. on the car. Oof, and yeah, I have a... to be at work at 7.30. So it makes it really tight. Um, but I, when I do go, I, I always love it. And yeah. like I definitely owe November Project um, a lot. Like just for what the community, like the community that they brought in, you know, I knew John and Paul beforehand mm-hmm. because they were actually my coaches for my first marathon okay. in 2013, um, right when the virtual trainer came out. Right, right, right. And then um, we did that, and I still like didn't really consider myself like athletic mm-hmm. or like a runner or anything like that. You know, it took me over six hours to finish my marathon. So I was like, okay, you know, again, like I said, I, I really signed up cause like Pete was like, okay, let's do this. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And, uh, I didn't want to be like left out. I was like, no, 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 he just, he can't have all the fun. <laughs> so, uh, then, so that was 13 in November of 13. And then, in, uh, March of 14, mm-hmm. Pete started going, you know, they, they created the group. I think it was like February. They started like yeah, as yeah. a pledge. And then, then March was when March they, they and then official. it was going and I still didn't go. I was like, no, that's like for you, you know, you're like so strong and fit and athletic and mm-hmm. I'm just me. And then in May for his birthday, I was like, okay, I'll come. Yeah. And that's when you met at the flagpole and then you ran to Randall's Island. Right. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm dying <laughs> because everybody ran, like everybody just took off and started running. And I was like, I was like the last one over the bridge. And I was like, well, like in my head, I'm like, Oh my God, I like, like I just don't. And then I don't fit in. I don't fit in. And then like five seconds later, like that whole thing just vanished. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. I want to come here all the time. And yeah. that was just, then we just started going like, couldn't go all the time because of the 6.30 group cuts in with my work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I did use time at work to, and I'd just be like, I'm going to be late next Wednesday because I got to go into the city and my boss would be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> um, but then when they created the 5.30 group, I def- like I started going like all right. the time. And um, just, but then what happens is it, as I ran, I started to run more, marathons and ultra marathons it was harder for me to get the workouts in like the runs right. i needed in. right um as great as november product is if i'm only getting like a mile or two running that was just and i needed a six or seven mile run for the day it was kind of hard for me so right. yeah because um, they're, they're not a they're, you know it, it is a wonderful community but they are not a, a running group right uh, you know and that, you know yeah. it's like john would always say like you know, it's funny because we get the runners to do strength training mm-hmm. and then we get the people who say they aren't runners to run because you right. did, a, you always did like a little bit of both, you yeah. know, you like run to a spot and do burpees, you'd run to a spot and do pushups, you, you know, right, exactly. And, you know, it, it's still, I, like I said, I still go when I can and when I do, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always a good workout. And it's also one of those things that, um, 
the workout depends on you. If you, you know, you're only gonna, you're only gonna get stronger and fitter and faster if you put the work in. So they'll tell you what the workout is. But if you're, if you're not, if you're not doing it, then maybe you think the workout doesn't work, but it does. And I like their thing is like always, it's not okay, this one did this, you know, this one did 100 burpees, and you did five, it's like, all right, maybe you did five, but you only did four last week. So good for you. Like, that's awesome. And it always it's always that's where I got, got really got that mindset of, I'm not here to beat everybody else. I'm only here to beat myself yeah. and be better than I was yesterday. And that, that is totally the mindset of November Project. And that's one of the things I really love about it is because it's such uh, a community that really doesn't care if you're in the back of the pack. Yeah. We have elite runners. We have, I mean, I got to be at a workout with Shalane Flanagan. Which is awesome. And like, so it's like, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And, you know, and then there's people like me, I'm always in the back and that's okay. And whenever, they, for a long time, there was like a long standing joke between me and Paul Leak. Like when people would say, oh, I'm not fast enough. He'd be mm-hmm. like, Meg, come here and don't. <laughs> so I'd be like, I'm sorry, that's my title. You can't have it. <laughs> No, but it, it, it's right, and and like that that part of of the MP community, I mean, I I I, th- I think for me it it has strongly influenced the way that I approach my my coaching, um, and it it's embedded in actually the way that Coach Ann and I have our sort of business philosophy of like, which is essentially you know everyone can run, everyone can do this thing, and it's never about beating the person next to you it's only about sort of beating yourself or you know reaching your next goal Mm -hmm. like whatever that is and being a a reminder that they have not only their 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 coaches or the snp their leaders for support but they have that whole community to back them up Mm -hmm. um and it you know you can always count on seeing and an and NP cheer squad at yeah. every race, every event. Um, and, you know, even for someone who, d- who doesn't really go anymore, that they still recognize you and cheer for you um, yeah. is always, always so welcome and so wonderful to have knowing that, okay, I'm approaching mile, mile 10, mile 12, mile 22, and they're right there every time. It, it's heartwarming. It's and it's it's fantastic. Yeah, no, it's hard to really understand it unless you go, because people think like I know people at my job think like they're like you get up at what time and do what before you get here, and I'm yeah. like, if you went once, yeah, but yeah, it's it's <laughs> it, 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 it in that in that respect, it is sort of culty, and that like <laughs> you, you know, which no. at times they have it, it embraced that and of like. We know that we're not always. Uh, it, you're right. It, you don't understand what that community is until you go and experience it for yourself. Um, you know, there are plenty of running teams and teams who would never accept people who are in the back of the pack, and and that's their. Yeah. And that's their business, and, that, and, that, and, that's and I don't exactly. anybody. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Like they 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 have a, a different purpose. An NP's purpose is solely to. Get people to come out, work out, or socialize, whatever it is that they choose to do, and and have a, a good time doing it, right? And, and, and be and be supported as they do it, right? And that is a really beautiful thing about them, right? Um, and actually, you're you're sort of connected to a couple of different organizations. Yeah. Uh, you, you have NP, then you have the Heron Project. Heron Project, yes. That's a it's a it's a charity that mm-hmm. me and Pete do a lot of running for. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chris Heron is a former NBA basketball player mm-hmm. who, long story short, um, had gotten addicted to painkillers and that turned into a heroin addiction. And uh, you know he obviously he really needed help right. and. The Mullen family from Chris Mullen is like the coach for St. John's Mm -hmm. and his wife reached out to him and got him into rehab and 
he has been in recovery since, and I believe I want to say eight, eight or nine years now. Okay. Wow. And so him and his wife, Heather decided that they wanted to give back. Like people gave back to him, right. you know, he had no insurance or anything like that. And without that, it's hard to get into a rehab facility. It's hard uh, to get yeah. into a rehab facility that might be good for you. Right. Um, there's many, you know, different treatment options out there now. Um, he also goes around to different schools and talks to them. He has a whole Project Purple thing that is, you know, just to to give the kids the encouragement not to take to drink or not to do drugs in high school. We all know what that's like. Yes. Um, you know, it's it, so. I mean, the 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 organization is just fantastic, and the money we raise through it through the running. Uh, really goes towards like helping people in treatment navigation and getting them into the proper rehab. And then there's like scholarships for families sometimes because it's not cheap to do this. No, yeah. It's very, very hard. Um, you know, there's um, like online support groups and things like that. Mm -hmm. And like I have been around addiction all of my life. And so it was something that like, when – Pete found out about it and he was like, I want to do this race. Mm -hmm. Like once we started getting more and more involved in the organization, it, it was just, it's just like, again, it's like a family to us. Yeah. Um, Pete is in recovery for his own addiction to mm -hmm. alcohol for eight years now himself. That's great. So, um, you know, Running has helped, I'm sure, with that. Like, for me, it helps me mentally, too. Yeah. Um, and then just we started with them in 2015. We mm -hmm. ran our first race with them. And it's just we've just tried to stay as active as possible with them. Um, again, I, I just can't speak highly enough about the Heron Project. The There is, a like, an ESPN documentary, 30 for 30, mm -hmm. and called unguarded and that's chris heron's story okay so like people should anybody who hears this podcast look it up and watch it it's amazing um we would i was just up pete and i we just went up to the boston marathon mm -hmm. to go cheer with them and stuff like that and i was left i was like just so many of the runners there are going through their own things whether or not they're in recovery or they've lost somebody yeah. to addiction because that's, that's just the other thing. The uh, huge point to this is addiction doesn't just affect the person that, you know, has the disease. Right. It, it's the whole family. It's any person that loves them is affected by yeah. it. You know, you lose. We, if you don't know somebody who doesn't have a problem, doesn't have the disease, you're a very lucky person because there's yeah. just so many people out there, yeah. you know. And so we just we just try to keep spreading the word and doing our thing and um, helping people out. And just like with Pete being so open about it, I think really helps because people are afraid to talk about it. It's so taboo still. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, so we're just trying to shed more light on the fact that it's like it's not a moral decision. People, yeah. you know, are, don't it's a disease it's a medical disease right and you know the more people understand it the you know the more help people will get exactly it it, it is really one of the things that I, I have such respect for, for for pete for because he he has been very open with it you know i i i've, I've read his his post i've read his story and like it's you know the more people who do that you know it the hope is that things become less taboo. That people who are who are suffering, maybe feel slightly empowered to to speak up, to tell somebody, mm -hmm. "Hey, I'm 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 dealing with something, and I need help." I need help, and those are probably the hardest words, yeah, for some people to say. Yeah, and without a doubt, uh, many people have reached out to Pete after his blog post. Mm -hmm. um, and said, yeah, you know, like, uh, I need some help or whatever, you know, and he, yeah. he's certainly just sometimes people just don't know who to talk, talk to, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, 
you know, again, like, it, you know, they'll be like, oh, my brother or my sister or my mother or my father, and da, 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 you know, and, and like, so it's just good. The more you talk about it, the less stigma there is to it. So exactly. Um, you know, and, and, and you, you I'm, I'm, I am grateful that, you know, you've seen that sort of same trend with, with in, in terms of people who deal with, with depression and other mm-hmm. mental illness, that, you know, that, that same stigma around, around them or people who have ever self-harmed or who have contemplated suicide, um, you know, they, they get, you know, the, the sort of short end of the stick when like, I need help, but you know, people are like, just, just get better, just to be happy. Just be happy. Like like, it's that easy. Yeah. And like, and and it's not, I mean, as a, as a person who used to self-harm, like that's, I, I know what that is like. Um, and it is so hard to ask for help. Um, because you feel like, well, I should be able to just do this myself. Right. Um, <clears throat> and that's not always the case. Often it's not the case. You, you need support and need help. Um, as I, I think as, as a, since, since I've been a runner, like that's helped a, a lot of my own like mental health issues, but it's also constantly sort of being surrounded by, by, by a supportive community or communities, um, is helpful to know that, okay, here are people who have come from a wide variety of backgrounds. There is somebody here who knows what I'm dealing with. Absolutely. And like that, even just knowing that makes such a big difference. Um, This is not probably the best segue, Um, (laughs) but. (laughs) That's why you have an editing thing. Yeah, I, I, I tend to go raw, these sort of things. I do a minimum amount of editing. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, you know, people should hear the real Meg and the real Nick. <laughs> um, but speaking of supportive communities, um, you, you, in general, when you, you post stuff on Instagram and on Facebook, it, it's to celebrate a race or uh, something that, that, that you've done or that Pete's done or that uh, one of your, your friends has achieved. But you've also been open when you, know, you have people who who comment on on your your post to talk against you yes you know they comment on your size or your speed and apart from that being a a particularly shitty thing to do to a person what i appreciate about you is that you put it up and then you 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 i think remind yourself and other people these are people who are just naysayers they they don't know me. They don't know my story. They don't know anything about me. What I do know is that I have accomplished these things mm-hmm. and maybe it's on the fastest. Who cares? I've done them. Right. And I'm surrounded by people who celebrate me for being me and, and for being a part of that, of that race, of, of that event, of that group. And those are the things that truly matter. It's true. Um, you know, I will definitely assume you're talking about a big post I posted about. Actually, it was like two years ago, mm-hmm. and it just came up to, uh, with somebody else, actually. But I was down in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, I'll make it short, but just so people who don't know. Um, I was down in Long Beach on the boardwalk running one night with Pete. Now, we don't run the same pace, right. but we like to do our runs together. Mm-hmm. So we try to go somewhere where we can run and then just meet somewhere. Mm-hmm. So Central Park, things like that. Right. Long Beach is um, very close to where we live, and it's a nice boardwalk you can run on, and then we'll just meet at the car. And I was I was doing interval work, actually, for another marathon, which <laughs> makes me laugh. And, the, and I don't even know that the two girls wanted me to hear what they had to say, mm-hmm. um, and that's whatever. But they said that they thought I was too fat to be a real runner. And I was like, ouch. And I was just like, like, it made me angry, mostly because this was two years ago. So like, for me, I was in a really good place with my running. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mentally, I'm my harshest critic. And I think yeah. that's for anybody. Like, yeah. I think everybody's their own harshest critic. But if 
I had been the runner in say 2012 and I heard that, I would have walked off that boardwalk and never taken another step because I was so not confident in myself. But I really wanted to share it because I knew people who were new to running and had reached out to me and asked me for advice. They are bigger people. They were slower people and they were afraid of what people would think. Or, and I'm just like, so I'm a, I was at a point in my running where I could say, screw everybody else. Go out and enjoy yourself. But I remember what it felt like to hear those things and be like, maybe I don't belong here. Yeah. You know, so for me, it was really important to say it because people need to hear it because they need to know that no matter what size they are or what pace they are, whether you're overweight or underweight or a five minute miler or a 15 minute miler, everybody should be out there if that's what you want to do. Yeah, I totally you know. And, uh, that post just kind of went to, it just created, it went on its own way. And I'm happy that it did because just from the feedback I got from that personally, you know, like private messages mm -hmm. that like, because I've made it very public that people I'd never met, like, was like, I saw this and thank you for this because now I'm going to go do A, B and C, yeah. you know, because I can, because you're, you're telling me like to believe in myself and I think that's really important. And of course, I still have days where I'm just like, oh my God, like I look at a picture and like everyone's like, that's great. And I'm like, but look at that role. And I'm like, stop. Like you have to rein it in. It's oh, just always. maybe something that will always happen. I know it's something that will always happen with me. You know, like I'm sitting here with a medal from a 50K and all I can see is my stomach. Like that's insane. And, you know, that's okay too, as long as of I course. recognize that what I'm doing and stop right. because you're always going to have that self-doubt and that's okay you just have to realize that that's what's happening and just be like right but you just ran 32 miles like go celebrate yeah exactly you know and, it's and whether that perspective it's, you know like whether it's 32 miles or 3.2 miles or 3.2 steps mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter like right. I realize that I'm like also not like the norm you don't see a ton of people my size running marathon after marathon after marathon mm -hmm. and that's fine like i realize that <clears throat> running a 5k is difficult i remember oh, sure. like i still remember the feeling when we we started running we did couch to 5k mm -hmm. and there i don't know what week or whatever it is that you have to run 20 minutes straight and i was like i'm gonna die I was like, I can't run 20 minutes straight. Like, yeah. that's insane. And then I did. And then it, you just, you know, like I, I, I still, you know, I remember that feeling. I appreciate that. I remember that feeling because it means that I'll never forget where I came from. It, you know, it, and I, right. that's why, like, everyone's like, oh, you know, when people might say to me, but you run marathons and you do this and you do that. Yeah, but running a 5k running a mile taking a walk around the block that's a big step for some people and oh, i get absolutely. it absolutely yeah and, and good for you for getting out there no matter what it is yeah it doesn't have to be a marathon to qualify for a real runner or anything like that it doesn't i mean exactly and that and like that that right there is is i think that the the essence of what i want people to get out of these these podcast episodes of Everybody started somewhere. Like, um, unless you happen to be someone who's been running your entire life, and that's and that's great. That's great. You know, I'm just not. <laughs> you know, I, I, I purposely avoided running and I avoided the track yeah. for most of my life. Yeah. Until I started running. <laughs> yeah, me you know, too. I would never forget the day I ran a mile without stopping, and I would never forget my first 5K because I almost threw up. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um. And there's a lot of things you don't, you don't forget. Like I remember, I remember, well, I mean, honestly for me, I like this whole running journey started because I was so out of shape that when my trainer did a boot camp class, she wanted us to run around a soccer field as a warm up, And mm -hmm. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. And then, I, you know, she, 
so I still go to her. I mean, I started mm-hmm. going to her in 2010. Her name is Nora, and I still go to her every week. And I, she always has pushed me to get my cardio outside of our training sessions because she doesn't need to watch me walk on a treadmill, run on a treadmill. Right, right. She's always like, go, go do it, go do it. And then that's what started. Then Pete was like, well, let's try couch to 5K. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Right. But we did. And then I remember my first 5K. I, I, you know, you remember all of that. I mean, yeah. I was the last runner in for the, my first 5K. But I beat all the walkers. And that's what I <laughs> I was like, but I beat all the walkers. So I'm good. I'm good. That's what mattered. I did not run the whole way. That's okay. No. <laughs> you know, and like, again, like, like those, those are the, the important things to remember. Like, yes. At this point you've run multiple marathons, you've run ultras, but you started at, at this place where you thought it was impossible and look at you now. Right. You know, like, and, and the, the person that's holding you back is the person in the mirror. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I remember, um, the first year, so 2011, we ran our first 5K, me and Pete, mm-hmm. and he enjoyed it, and he kind of took off with it, and I, and I was like, okay, I ran a couple of 5Ks, and I was like, all right, you know, this is good, you know, it's healthy, and then he wanted to do the Garden City Turkey Trot, mm-hmm. which is five miles, and I was like, I can't <laughs> do that, dude, can't do it. Yeah. So I went, I cheered, and I was like, so, like, everybody was having such a blast, and Everybody looked so great out there that I told him, I said, okay, next year, I'm doing this next year. Yeah. So next year, instead of doing a five miler, I did like a handful of 10 Ks and a half marathon instead. <laughs> <laughs> because why stop the five miler? <laughs> I mean, exactly. Yeah. I mean, at that point, like, what's well, only five? I-, I could totally do do 6.2. By the time the Garden City Turkey Track came around in November, mm-hmm. I had already done a half marathon yeah because i was like oh wait i can do more than five miles yeah and it just it just kind of snowballed from there and it's you know how much you want to push yourself like everyone's like well why do you like to run marathons and ultras so much and i'm like because i can because i can push myself because yeah. i get to because and they're all you know those little things people say but 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 it's the truth like I never in a million years thought I'd be able to push myself to do a a 32 miles but I did it because I wanted to and I really truly believe that anything I mean I understand people have physical Mm -hmm. things that stop them from doing stuff but I believe anything you put your mind to you could do any distance. If you really want to do it, you will find a way and you will do it. End of story. I, I, I agree a hundred percent. I think, I think as, unless there's some other issue that, that prevents you from doing a thing, if you want to, there's a plan out there. There's someone who will work with you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. will help you get there. Um, and they'll make it happen. It might not be on the first try. Right. It might, it might take a few and that's, and that's, right. that's okay. That's okay too. Um, you know, but that, as long as that remains your goal, one way or another, you will get yourself there. Um, and you know, it, it, it is one thing I really love about the running community is that by and large, if you want to do a thing, there are plenty of people who will happily bring you along yep, um, absolutely. and, and, and do it with you. I mean, I, Ultras are, are, are generally not my thing. I, I, I love the marathon distance, um, but Coach Coach Andy has pushed. He's pulling you in, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he has not not really aggressively, but he, he, he has you know pushed a little bit to like to go a little more into, into the, the ultra world. And I was like, I would do this fifty milers, like, but if I'm doing it, you're doing it with me. And he lives in North Carolina, and he's like, "I'm there." Yeah, there you go. You know, like he knows where Bear Mountain is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, the whole time he's been there was for my wedding. That's right. Um, so he knows. He knows where it is. He knows where it's located. He, he knows. He knows what some of the trails like. He, he, uh, Chris Miller and I did seven miles that morning. All right, I remember. Probably not the smartest idea. Eh. It was still a good wedding. 
great it, wedding. Yes, I mean, I, 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 I think, I think people will walk into like the like Bear Mountain is technical. What if you had fallen? Like, right, that would not have been good. <laughs> but I didn't. I was okay. Um, Bear Mountain is technical though. That's um, yeah. that's gonna be a feat. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but yeah, and like, no but like, like that's no pressure. <laughs> You know, but that's that's also I, I what what I mean. Like he he is obviously a, a very good friend of mine. He's my business partner. But there was no hesitation when I was like, if I'm going to do this, I, I I want you there. And he's like, I'm there. And God bless him, he is. He's coming up. You know, we're and we're going to go out and just have a nice little jaunt through the woods. That's it. That's yeah. all it is. Exactly, and it'll be fun and it'll be lovely. Um, and, and hopefully some good times. It will be. Yeah. It'll be good times. I think we should wrap up a little bit. Um, okay. mostly because I'm, I'm running out of questions. Not that I've asked. <laughs> well, like this was sort of what I, I sort of hoped would happen is that, is that this would be more of a conversation. Right. You know, because you, 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 you're already on our, our blogs, so like the sort of easier like when did you start what what doesn't mm-hmm. you prefer lord of the rings um <laughs> lord of the rings. you know we, we already covered it and i i, I wanted By the way, i'm gonna get terry and Keisha in a room and we're gonna watch lord of the rings you all should because <laughs> the two of them have not seen that yeah um unbelievable unbelievable <laughs> um you know, and I, I really wanted this to be a conversation about your experiences as a runner and as, as a racer and your involvement with, with NP and the Heron Project and everything. Uh, and we've talked about all of those things. Because um, yes. I think they're all fantastic things that really connect into the, the support that we get from our communities. But you know, it's also the people that they bring into your your lives. If I had never gone to NP, I would have never met you. Exactly. And that exactly. would be sad. Yeah, because I you're would be sad. lovely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I would be sad too. And uh, you know, you, Terry, Keisha, I mean, so many people, so many people that I'm grateful for every day. Every I mean, day. Same. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I'm, I'm always so thankful for being part of the, the, the running world that brought me into contact with all of these things. Um, and I'm happy to be to continue to be part of it. And I'm hoping that this podcast helps to give back so that people yeah. can hear more of these stories. They can be made aware of these other communities that exist within the running world, running, running slash fitness world, so that maybe they feel less alone when they go to NP for the first time. Right. They or, you know, go like, outside for the first time to run. I, I, I notice, like, also, like, what I love is just, you know, you start. Some of the people like on Facebook or Instagram friends or Twitter friends with, I've never ne- never actually met in real life, right? Which is pretty cool. I mean, you know, in some yeah. way, because they're like all like just spread out all over, and but at the same time, it's pretty cool to just put out there like, uh, hey, Twitterverse, I'm gonna be like in Central Park mm-hmm. doing this many miles, and then all of a sudden, you just have people show up, mm-hmm. and it's like. Hey, it's nice to sometimes, even if you're not doing the whole run with me, sometimes have somebody come and run a few miles with you is, is, is nice. It, 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 it makes you a know? difference. You know? So I, I think, you know, the, the, the running community and uh, November Project and Heron Projects, all of that, same thing combined with social media. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I know social media sometimes can be a, you know, a bad thing, but this way is a really good thing. Like it's powerful. it really does connect you with a lot of people you'd never be connected with. Um, and it, and it gets you to go out there. And sometimes again, you put something up there maybe to hold yourself accountable because you know that there's going to be people out there that call you out if you don't do it. And good. That's yeah. sometimes that's just what you need too. Exactly. You know, and sometimes you need, a shoulder to cry on and sometimes you just need to complain or sometimes you need to celebrate the, the small victories in life and yeah. you know like having this social network you know social media community is pretty cool like that yeah i mean i mean again like it, it also provided a platform for you to share your experience positive and negative but then out of that 
negativity, you know, you got a lot of, a lot of positive support from other mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And that's a powerful reinforcer of, well, right. I do have this wonderful community around me right. all the time. Um, and I never have to be alone when right. I'm dealing with things. And that's like really what I try to project. Mm -hmm. Like, even if I have a bad day, I, I try to have see the positive in it. And I do that mostly because I know that there's people out there like me. Yeah. Like there's people, again, I'll, I just won't ever forget the runner I was in say like 2012. And I, I know that there's people out there like that. And I just want to make sure that those people feel that they just know that they're not alone and just don't give up because running is really has brought so much joy to my life. And yeah. It's an amazing thing for your mental health, for your physical health, uh, for your relationships. It's awesome. You know, like I just don't want somebody who has a bad experience the first few times they have it or maybe they don't feel like they fit in because they don't do a certain pace or look a certain way that they know, no, that's not it. Just go out and whatever it is you want to do, just go out and do it. Like, it does, yeah. you know, even any kind of physical activity, honestly. Yeah. I mean, uh, and this is one of the things that that Chris Mosher says, you know, is be 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 the person that that your past self needs. I mean, some version of that. I mean, like with the, your younger self, <clears throat> right? You know, and, you look know, up and, to, and, right? And and that doesn't just mean like when you were a kid, but like even the 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 the, the, the you you were in twenty twelve, right? You know, being able that have if that may could see, you know, you now and be like, oh. I got through that distance. I got through that bad moment and I'm going to be okay. And so right. I'm, I'm going to continue with this now. Right. I just want other people to know, Hey, it's possible. Yeah. That's it. I think that's a great message to, to end on. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining me, Meg. This has been so much fun. Yes, it has been. I'm glad. Um, so for people who are listening, if you have not checked out Meg's blog uh, post, you should check that out. Um, and if you want to get her little origin stories, um, also available uh, through our blog, also called Heart Rate. Um, but I hope that you, everyone has enjoyed this conversation. I know I have. Me too. <laughs> have a great night, Meg. You um, too. And hopefully I will see you soon. Yes, definitely. So thank you, everybody, for stopping by for today's episode with Meg. Uh, if you want to check out her blog post uh, that is uh, part of our, our, our blog series that's also called Heart Rate, please go ahead and do so. Um, and we just really hope that you, you got something out of uh, this conversation. And uh, if you did, feel free to subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, and uh, that, that's it. And we hope you join us next time. Thanks for stopping by.